Thanks for tuning in to Thought for the Day from Ringwood Benefice, a family of six Church of England churches around the market town of Ringwood. Together we share a common vision to discover life and make a difference. We hope Thought for the Day brings you encouragement and insight, and we'd love you to connect with us on Facebook and YouTube at Ringwood Benefice, and we'd love you to head over to our website www ringwoodbenefits.org.uk but for now we pray that you enjoy today's thought for the day well hello everyone and welcome to another thought for the day it's great to be here with you i just want to start my time by reading to you from uh, galatians and chapter uh, 3 commencing at verse 26 and it says this for you are all sons of God through faith in Jesus Christ. For as many of you as were baptised into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. That is quite a, a profound passage of, of scripture, particularly in the light of our current situation i'm sure you've heard that word racism uh, banted around at the moment particularly in relation to george uh, floyd but have you ever actually thought about what that actual word means well the word prejudice uh, comes to mind or to discriminate if you look it up you can find that in any uh, dictionary it's to antagonize someone else or, or direct this kind of prejudice or discrimination against someone of a different race based on the belief that one's own race uh, or colour of your skin is far superior to theirs. Racism is evil. Racism is terrible. And it certainly should not exist within our world and not, so definitely not, within the Christian church. The Apostle Paul uh, here in Galatians very much clearly agrees with what I've just uh, said and I'm going to read to you again that verse, verse 28. It says this, there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. This passage is incredibly profound for its time, bearing in mind what it was like 2000 years ago, and is also incredibly profound for us today. Because of course, uh, racism still exists in our world today, which is being highlighted by those who are protesting against the death uh, of George, and rightly so, for it was indeed an injustice and uh, something that was done by the American police force that should never have ever happened. His life does matter. Black lives do matter. In fact, any lives matter. You know, they often talk about slavery uh, on the news at the moment, particularly in the light uh, of what has happened. But did you know that slavery still goes on in our world in fact i once read that we have more people in slavery than ever before it's just not uh, as visible as perhaps it used to be there is plenty 
of prejudice. There is plenty of discrimination against all kinds of people, whether it's to do with the color of their skin or for where they come from in society. And the Christian church certainly should not be showing any form of prejudice towards its fellow Christians or fellow people based on the color of their skin or their cultural background or their where they come from education wise depending on what school they went to etc etc it should not exist because jesus said that we should love one another as uh, christ has loved the church that we should treat each other uh, each other person equally uh, we should love people as ourselves it actually says doesn't it therefore any kind of prejudice or treating people as somehow less than ourselves is really unscriptural and against everything uh, that Jesus preached about and stood for it should not be seen therefore uh, within the life uh, of the Christian church we should be a beacon of light uh, in this world we should be showing to people that there is a better way to live and a better way to be you know, as I finish, I just want to add to that passage that I read to you, um, the, some other uh, thoughts as well that are based upon Scripture. The Bible actually says that, you know, when you become a Christian, you become the temple uh, of the Holy Spirit. The Scripture says that when you become a Christian, you become, as it were, a, a priest in the priesthood of Christ. You know, people look at vicars and people like me and say, somehow we're a little bit more special because we've been ordained uh, to uh, the priesthood. But the truth is we're all priests in Christ. We all are uh, the temple of the Holy Spirit. The only difference between me and perhaps other people is my vocational calling. I have been called by God to be a leader within the Christian church. But we all have a vocation. We all have a, a calling. Sometimes there's a danger that people try to think, well, well, you're the professional, you're the vicar, you should do all this and you should do that, and I can sit back. No, no, no. We have all been called uh, to some form of ministry, uh, a mission, yeah, a mission within the life of the church. And I believe more than ever right now that Christians actually should be looking to see what their ministries and callings are because we're facing a very uncertain future at the moment and we really don't know what it's going to look like. And I believe it's moments like that that we all, as it were, need to step up uh, to the mark. We are all called uh, by Christ. We are all the priesthood of Christ and therefore we should all seek to fulfill our various callings. There is no one greater or lesser in God's kingdom. We are all equal in God's eyes and we need to wake up to that. We need to realise that, that no one is more special than any other person. Well, I'm going to stop there or I'll just keep going on and on. <laughs> so God bless. I'm just going to now bring our time uh, to an end with uh, some prayers. Let's just pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we just uh, thank you for the scriptures and we thank you for what the Apostle Paul uh, has to say there in Galatians, that there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither free nor slave. We are all uh, equal in you. And we thank you, God, that you value each one of us exactly the same, that you love us all exactly the same. And so forgive us, Lord, perhaps when we treat others uh, less than we should or we perhaps see ourselves as superior in some way to another person. Or maybe we mock or, or, or laugh or deride others because, well, we're better than them. But we're not, Lord, for we are all sinners and we have all been saved by grace through your Son, our Lord Jesus' death 
upon that cross. And so therefore, God, I just pray that we will love our neighbours as ourselves, as you commanded us to do. Amen. And so, gracious Heavenly Father, we do pray for our governments uh, throughout the world, that they will also seek not to promote uh, prejudice or racism uh, within their countries. We do particularly pray for America at this time, who are facing incredible upheaval. And therefore, Lord, we just pray uh, for all their leaders over there that they will act wisely and, and listen to what the people are trying to say. We also pray for our own government at this time. Lord, we do pray for them as they seek to lead us forward as a nation. We pray for our prime minister and the cabinet and all those who are in authority throughout our land who are seeking to try to lead us through and out of this uh, coronavirus pandemic. Oh Lord God, we do thank you for all our nurses, for all our doctors and all those who are our frontline services who have done some amazing work. We thank you, Lord, that they have uh, uh, enabled our society to begin to think about uh, returning to some kind uh, of normality, whatever uh, that might be. But it's because of their hard work and dedication. And so, Father God, we do thank you, therefore, for all our doctors and nurses and all those that have done such a great job. Amen. And so, Lord, we also pray for our education system. Lord, all the young people are going back at us or beginning to go back to school. And so, Father, we do pray for all teaching staff that you might be with them as they also face uh, these incredibly difficult times. Amen. Oh, Lord, our society is going to begin to open up again because, Lord, people are, are facing financial ruin in some cases. And so, Lord, we do pray that as we return to what will be the new norm, that um, various industries and companies and, and businesses will be able to begin uh, to be prosperous again and return to some normality so that people who are worried about their own futures and their own jobs will be able to find uh, employment where they need it. And so Father God, we also bring before you finally those who are unwell at this time. We pray for those who have lost loved ones during this terrible time. We pray, Lord, that you will give them a sense of comfort and that you are with them. We pray for those who are perhaps ill because of the coronavirus or those who are just unwell at this time. We pray, Father God, that you will be with them and give them the strength that they need uh, to get through this difficult time in their lives. And finally, Lord, we do pray for those who care for these people. And I'm not just referring, Lord, to those who are doctors or nurses as much as valuable as they are. We pray for those who perhaps are just family uh, or friends who are seeking to support those who are unwell. We thank you for their commitment and pray for your blessing upon them. And so, gracious Heavenly Father, we, we offer these prayers to you because we know uh, that you hear them and that you love us. Amen. Well, God bless uh, to you all. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's Thought for the Day. Don't forget to connect with us on social media at Ringwood Benefits. And remember, there is hope, you are loved, you make a difference.